Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So you move out, and but you leave your stuff behind. Why don't you take your stuff with you when you leave? Because I was working over 50 hours a week. So what? You had I time to move. Time. Why didn't you take your stuff with you? Well, I told her I was going to pick it up on a Tuesday that was three weeks prior after that. Uh, yes, I understand. The rest of us mere mortals have to get our act together. And then yeah. when we move out, we move out, especially when we're living rent-free for eight months. This is the plaintiff, Constance Goss. She says she and the defendant used to be good friends for 15 years until they lived together. Obviously, things didn't work out with them. The defendant vindictively threw all her belongings away, told her she enjoyed every minute of it. Now it's her turn to enjoy things because she thinks the judge will be awarding her $2,312, just what she's suing for. This is the defendant, Pamela McKenna. She says the plaintiff was homeless and she took her in in her time of need. The woman lived with her rent-free for eight months and when she finally moved out, she left behind some of her belongings. The careless, inconsiderate woman left her things piled up in her house for over a month. She abandoned the junk she left behind and is now suing her for over two grand? Please! She's accused of unfriending a friend. The defendant has filed a camera suit for $1,881 for unpaid back rent. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right. Now, you two have been friends for how long? Um, I'd say close to 20 years. Okay. And how did you two know each other? I used to deliver pizza to her house. And you just became friends? As yes. Okay. Um, you had an incident happen in your life where you, were you living with your son? Yes. Were you living with him or was he living with you? He was living with me. All right. How old was your son? Now he's 22. Okay. And apparently he was dealing in drugs from the apartment. So you got evicted, correct? Yes. All right. Is he in custody? Is no, not any longer. Not any longer. All right. So now at that time, which is what year are we talking about when that occurred? Um, in 2018. Okay. You called upon your good friend and said, I'm being evicted. I have nowhere to go. And what happens? Well, what first happened was I moved in with my cousin and um, that didn't work out because it just, we had differences. And then um, I talked to her about it and she asked me if I wanted to come stay with her for a little bit. A little bit turned into eight months, right? Yes. Okay. And you were sleeping on the couch? Yes. Did you pay any rent? Yes. What'd you pay? I paid part of the PSE&G bill 
and I pay for um, groceries. Well, that's not rent. You know what rent is, right? I know. Oh, I paid, okay. I so you paid, paid half the electric bill and you paid part of the groceries. And I bought her things and stuff and like that. And you bought her things, just but you didn't her. actually pay just rent every month. No, there was no agreement. Okay, but I'm trying to figure out, you slept on her couch for eight months and you didn't pay her rent and you're suing her now over some belongings. Right. What happens? Um, you move out eventually and the eventually was because what? You found a place? Yeah, I told her. Were you her. two having problems or no? No. All right, so you move out, and but you leave your stuff behind. Why don't you take your stuff with you when you leave? Because I was working over 50 hours a week. So what? You had I time to move. Time. Why didn't you take your stuff with you? Well, I told her I was going to pick it up on a Tuesday. That was three weeks prior after that. Uh, yes, I understand. The rest of us mere mortals have to get our act together. And then yeah. when we move out, we move out, especially when we're living rent-free for eight months. So I'm trying to figure out why a shopping cart full of stuff because that's what it was. It was a shopping cart full of stuff. So it's a shopping cart. It's on wheels already. It's not like you needed to rent a U-Haul and you didn't have the money. It's just some stuff. There must have been something going on between you two that led to this problem. What, if she's not going to tell me, are you? What happened with you two? This was the second time that she'd moved in with me because she was homeless. Uh, the first time was for a few months, and that's when she moved in with her cousin, and it didn't oh, work out. Oh, so when out. the sun thing happened... Then she moved back again with me. Okay, but hold on. So when the son the happened in the, the eviction, she came to you for yes. three months? Yes. And then she moved in with the cousin for how long? A uh, couple of months. And then she moved back, back in with, with you me. for eight months? Correct. Go on. And um, she never paid any rent. I didn't ask her to. We didn't have any agreement. It was so that she could get back on her feet and get a place of her own. Okay. So did you two start not getting along or something? Not that I know of. This whole thing, it came as a complete shock to me. And it was about what? It was all about not picking up the cart? It, I, I have a closet and about, she had left about four boxes piled up in front of the closet. I took the boxes, I put them into the cart nice and neatly. As she was, after she had left, I was okay, going. Okay, when she leaves, when she tells you I found a place, what does she say? I'm moving in with my friend Kristen. And then what did you say? Good, good luck. Okay, so everything was still fine. Yes. All right, so then she moves and then she doesn't take everything with her. So no. how do you alert her, hey, you still have stuff here? Well, she left her cat with me for an additional three weeks. Okay, but she had asked you about that, right? Yes. Okay. Then she would come back over, you know, occasionally to visit and still not take any of her belongings. And they were sitting in this cart right next to my front door. And wouldn't you tell her, hey, take the cart? Yes. And what would she say? I don't have time. My van's full of things and I don't have it. Meanwhile, she pays for a storage unit. And my apartment's very small. There's really, I made room for her to stay with me. Right. It's not like I had the room, I made room. And then that night when um, she had said she was coming over, I said, are you gonna take the cart with you? And that's when she blew up at me and said, I didn't pack the expletive up, you did, I don't want it, just throw it away. Okay, and so in the 20 years you've known her, has she ever blown up like that? Not at me. I've seen her blow up at other so people. So what do you think is me. the cause? Of, what's the problem, do you think? I, I don't know. All right, let me hear from you. Um, so you let, so you live there rent-free, and then the lady just says, can you please just take the cart, and you blow up? Because she asked me three times, and I told her I was going to pick it up on that Tuesday. I told her I was going to pick it up I know, why don't you Tuesday. just not blow up, since you have so much to be grateful for? I but, understand that. Right, but do you I really? Because if you did, I, was, I wouldn't be here. 
I was just upset because she asked me over and over again, and I told her. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing. Sometimes my kids will look at me and they'll say, ah, oh, again with the pick up your room. No, it's your fault for not doing what you have to do and making me into a nag. I only have to say it a hundred times because you didn't do it on the 99 times I've asked you. So what is so bad about her saying, hey, you know, take your stuff, you know? Like yeah, most people wouldn't let you in to begin with. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, there's then why nothing. do you blow up? Because I was upset. Okay. Um, you gave me a bunch of texts. Yes. Do you have those texts in your phone? Yes. Okay, can you get them up and let's... Uh... So you are suing her for the value of goods that you eventually threw out. Now, how long after she left did you throw it out? It was about a month. A month? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I'm looking at chatter back and forth between you guys in November, which is lovely. You know, like she's thanking you for taking care. It feels good to be taken care of once in a while, like you did for me today. I won't forget it, XOXO. You're like, thanks. You're chit-chatting, gossiping about somebody, uh, and la LOL back and forth. I mean, you know, not bad. I mean, it's fine. Um, <laughs> she asks you, good morning. Did you get your car back? You say, talk to you later, love you, and she writes XOXO. And then on December 6th, she says, I'm gonna bring down your cart with your stuff, okay? I have no room for it, as you noticed last night, LOL. You say, okay, I'll come after seven because I have to go somewhere. I don't wanna load up my car as I have no room. Oh my God, I need a SIG, been waiting all day. <laughs> then on December 17th at 619, don't forget to take your cart down with you. I'll take everything, okay, thanks, no problem. So input of your life for good. And she writes input. And you say out. And she goes, okay. Then you tell her, you know exactly how to upset me, thanks. And she says, if asking you to take a cartload of stuff out of here, because I honestly don't have the room upsets you, sorry. I don't get why you're snappy to me, whatever. If you have a lot going on, it has nothing to do with me. You've upset me too, thanks. And you just launch. You had the room when I was there and now you don't. You're being two-faced. I don't understand what the I did to you. I'll bring your key back. I don't want to talk to you ever again. You're wrong. What was that about? And then it goes on, back and forth, and then it gets really bad. You're a mean, old, highly opinionated biddy, you say to her. Okay, go smoke 10 or more joints, you drug addict, you say to her. You have serious issues. You need to take yourself to the psychiatrist, get on some medicine. You need something. Weed's not cutting it. You never cared about me, never. You're a liar. You didn't take care of your son. He lived with your mom and dad most of his life. You're a terrible mother. You're a no good and deserve what you get. You should feel like blank. That's why he hates you. So what happened? No, but really, what happened? Then she tells me to- Wait, 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 what happened? What, what happened? I don't know. I just lost it. it. She talks about people all the time and she don't, she don't, she don't care about how other people feel. What are you talking about? She's a person who let you stay on her couch for eight months. I know that, but she still talks about everybody. Right, but she, she was good enough for 20 years and eight months, 11 months of free rent. And I just, it's so bizarre that you had this reaction over something that was a reasonable request that a month later you take the rest of your stuff. Why are you crying? <laughs> Tell me why you're crying. Because I miss her. And I didn't mean to say all the things that I said. 
she does talk about other people and I wish she would stop talking about them. It's always and best not to qualify mean. an apology. I talked to her that day and she was mean to me about getting my car. I don't think she was that mean. I think you overreacted. I think you know you overreacted. I think that's why you're crying. I think that it, it has occurred to you that there are not that many friends we all have and keep for 20 years. Certainly, I love my friends. There's not a single one who would let me sleep on her couch for eight months. Not a one, especially in a one bedroom. Not a one. And I know that you feel awful about what happened too, because as I understood it, you have been crying from the moment you got here. She has. I mean, it's just so sad. She told me I should kill myself. I, I don't know she did. To live. Do you, have you reread the stuff you said to her? You told her nobody loves her. That's why your son doesn't love you. You should kill yourself. You said horrible stuff. At what point before filing this lawsuit did you not reread these texts like I'm doing and say, oh, wow, I got to apologize? Why wouldn't that be what you do? Because you also sent her a text saying, just get rid of it, right? Because you were angry. And then she got rid of it, right? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Did you get rid of all of it or do you have any? Well, how did you get rid of it? What did you do with it? It was all piled in a cart, the boxes, and next to it was a trash bag. So that night I took the cart and I took it downstairs. We have a trash room in our building, and I just wheeled the cart into the trash room. Cart and all? Everything. The cart belonged to her, and I had gotten a new one, which was another reason I needed more space. So then that was that night. Then the next morning when I woke up and she didn't return my key as she was supposed to, I took the trash. Because she was supposed to get some pills that she needed. And return my key. You gave the pills to the neighbor. To that Witness right there. That witness right there. Yes. You gave the pills to the neighbor and she's supposed to give the neighbor the keys. Yes. All right. And uh, so then the next morning when I asked where my key was, the witness said she never gave it to me. I said, oh, did she pick up the pills? She said, yes. So that's when I went down and that trash bag was sitting there and that I threw down the trash chute. And what'd you do with the cart? Just left it? That was downstairs in the community, the building's trash room. I mean, I wasn't going to throw it down the trash chute. I didn't know what was in the boxes. It could have been glass or I didn't know. So So the garbage bag had what in it? It had papers, some clothes that were hanging in the closet. So then what did you end up? You say that you threw out a trash bag. I did. And that you put the boxes and the shopping cart in where? The trash room in our building. So that got thrown out? Yes. Okay. Did she reach out to you ever, like the next day and say, oh, I was just mad. I'm going to go pick up my stuff now? No. Did she ever reach out to you at any point in time? Yes. Or what did she say? Just more mean things. She was going to sue me. I'm a horrible person. No one likes me. Nothing nice. Do you miss her? No. Why I were see, you crying? I feel 
like I was used and made a fool of. I don't think that anger came over a cart. I think maybe she had it built up inside for a while, which meant she lived with me pretending to be my friend when she really hated me. That's a, that's and that a, makes me feel foolish and... See, I don't see it that way. I no. see it that there's something wrong with her and that she yeah. needs to address it because the reaction was so disproportionate. Yes. So, uh, and I don't think that you're right when you think that she was pretending to be your friend because okay. I wouldn't be seeing this. I would be seeing something different because this doesn't win her case. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's times when emotion, people drop emotion in a courtroom to try to win a case. And then there's times when they just feel terrible about what happened. And this is a time when that side feels terrible about what happened. As well, she should. I get it. Um, and, you know, what ends up happening after you folks leave here is your business. But as far as your lawsuit against her for $2,312, what am I supposed to do with your text to her saying, just throw it out, I don't want it? And then she throws it out, because, you know, it's what you said when you, in between, you should kill yourself and your son hates you and nobody loves you and you're a mean old biddy and all the other things you said. Well, I didn't want her to throw it out. Well, then don't say so, right? Because once you say it, and then she's angry and she's also held it for you for a month and she throws it out, I'm supposed to turn around and say, okay, lady, cough up $2,300? Because I'm not. Now, you have a counterclaim against her for $1,881 for washing, drying, and folding her laundry for 32 weeks, for the use of your apartment and amenities at $35 per week for 32 weeks, and for the care of her cat. Okay, except all those things are things that you never envisioned her paying for. Yeah. It's never anything she agreed to no. pay for. So you just filed the counterclaim. Why? Because you were angry? No, I had done all those things yeah, know, out of friendship, can, and now right, that it's but gone. You don't, yeah, you don't get to impose a contract okay. where there wasn't one. I got it. Um, so on your counterclaim, zero, okay. and on your claim against her, zero. That's my word. Thank you. So in this suit and countersuit between former friends, it ends up zero, zero. Ms. Goss, what happens now? Um, I, just, I just move on. I don't have the stuff that she got rid of, so... I'm just at a loss. I don't, I can't get nothing back. So it is what it is. Well, you told her to throw it away. She did. Mm -hmm. Yep. Friendship is kaput. Yeah, it is. She certainly feels that way. Yeah, I do too. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, you must sign a few documents. Thank I'm you. sorry it worked out that way for you. Ms. McKenna. Interesting case. Mm -hmm. I bet you're glad this is over. I sure am. What are you thinking? Friendship over too. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. You were very nice to her. Mm -hmm. And that's how I got repaid. Did you learn a lesson from all that? I right? sure did, yes. Um, don't let people yeah. when they count you. Don't trust people no matter how long you've known them. Oh, that's one. All uh, right. It's, it's Thank sad. you very much. Thank Sorry you. it happened that way. We have talked about this before, but these text messages can help you or they can kill you in court. What you write is critical when you're in the middle of a dispute. So think about it and think about what it's going to look like if you end up in court. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
This is the plaintiff, Marcus Jackson. He says he was visiting a friend who lives on the defendant's property. And as he was driving through the gate, it swung closed and clipped his car. The force of the broken gate scratched and dented his car. The defendant promised to pay for the repairs, but the liar hasn't. So here they are. He's suing for $2,077.05, the cost to fix his busted car. This is the defendant, Luani Fong. He says the plaintiff originally sent him an estimate for 225 bucks. Now he's suing for over two grand? Ha! This guy's looking for a huge payday. He has no proof the gate hit his car. He doesn't even believe his story. And he won't pay for something that never happened. He's accused of refusing to take responsibility. All parties, please raise your hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says he was going through the gate of a building and it swung back and hit his car, damaging it, and he's suing the defendant because the defendant manages the building. The defendant says the plaintiff has no proof. It's the case of gated communities aren't so safe. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Mr. Jackson, you had the misfortune of driving through a particular alley one day, and what happened? Okay, uh, November the 1st, I was going to go to visit my friend and I had just turned into the alley and within maybe 10 to 15 seconds, something jolted my car, boom, a loud sound. So I'm thinking somebody hit me from the back or threw something. So I stopped, I get out of my car, I looked, I see this fence that hit my car from the a property. A fence had hit your yes, car? Yes, a steel fence that hit my car, the side quarter panel of my car, which okay. is the property that Mr. Lewani manages. Okay, so I didn't know who owned the property, so I got out. It's a, okay. tri it's a triplex, so I went to... Let's, let's hold on. Hold on one second. Is, is this your car? Yes, it is. Is this a picture taken when this happened, or yeah. did you recreate it? No, this is when it happened. Okay, so it swings open it like swings that. It swings open. All right. When you were driving, you didn't see an open fence. No. Right? And then as you're passing it, it swings open... Yes. ...and hits yes. your car. Okay? Okay, so... Uh, where the complex is, it's a triplex. It's three units, okay? Uh, I didn't know who we were, so I went to the closest unit to the fence, which was Mr. Jeffrey Lancaster, okay? Uh, he wasn't there, so I left my name and number to get in contact with me. The following day, Mr. Lancaster got in contact with me, told me that he would contact Mr. Lawani about this incident. So in, in Okay, now you own the place? No, I helped manage it from um, the owner's Douglas Recall. Douglas Recall. Are you Mr. Recall who owns that place? No. Okay. Who's that young man? It's my son, Eli. Okay. So you have no ownership interest? No. Okay. When do you folks first hear about a problem with the gate? Um, so about a problem with the gate was probably um, around that time when... Yeah, I know gate... it's around that time. Yeah. I'm saying, do you hear about it from him? Do you hear about it from your tenant? Or how do you hear about it? Um, I think I hear from from him first. He from said him he, first. Yes, I think he left. I, I think so. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure on the timeline, but I got a, a voice message from him, and um, that's how I, I think it started. Had any of the tenants told you that there was a problem with the gate before you heard from him? I do not recall exactly on when exactly, but I did hear from well, a these tenant. Are the, this is, these are like the only things <clears throat> that matter. Are the questions I'm asking you right now? Did any of the tenants tell you? And if so, when did they tell you that there was a problem with the gate? So one of the tenants told me that uh, the chain and lock from the gate 
was stolen. When did that tenant tell you that? Um, was it, it before or after this accident? Uh, it was probably um, before. And if it was before, how long before was it? For, not from the accident, from the time I heard from him, because I don't know exactly what day that happened. Okay. okay, what day did that happen? Okay, that happened on November the 1st. Okay, stop. That okay. happened on November the 1st. So okay. when did you hear from him? From uh, my recollections in terms of hearing him, it was from him, um, yeah. from this, um, November 10th. Okay. Now, what did your tenant tell you when your tenant called you about the, the gate or the lock or whatever else? So the tenant says that there was no um, lock on that gate and that um, it, with the wind, it swung open. And then, so there's two tenants involved. One is the one he, he's mentioning, Jeffrey Lancaster. And then the other is the tenant that actually called me, the one that, um, I guess, got the, the chain lost or stolen or something. That what happened. do you mean got the chain lost or stolen? She, she was, when she was telling me, she was saying that she went in, because we, we put, a, we, there was a chain and lock on that gate. We put a new combination one for, for the tenants. She called me and says that when she was pulling into her driveway, she unlocked it, and by the time she came out, that chain and lock was stolen. This happened on probably like on, if it was November 1st, like around October 31st, October 30th, somewhere around there. Okay, do you have an affidavit from that tenant? No. Do you have any texts from that tenant telling you the things you're saying? No. All right. You want him to, how much damage did that end up doing? 2207. Now, originally he only asked you for how much? $225. Okay, how did it go from 200 and something to 2200? I have a friend that my brother has a car club. Okay, he does custom body work. He, by me being my brother's friend, he was gonna do it for me for a cheap price. When Mr. Wani bushed me off, I said, okay, now I'm going to the I'm dealer going to and the getting dealer. 10 times I'm that. going right. to the dealer. So I okay. took her to the Jeep dealer, and that's the price that that's been Well, did you pay it and get it done? No, I, I oh, haven't took it Because if I award you 2000 something, you're going to your friend for 300 right? And then Bonanza no, for you. Ching, ching, let the cash register ring. <laughs> so and then I went and got three other estimates. We have me. to figure out whose fault this is. Okay. I know whose fault it's not. Yeah. Everyone knows it's not your fault. Okay. But what we have to figure out is whose fault is this? Who is at fault? You're here representing the landlord. Correct. Is it the landlord's fault for not getting on the gate issue faster? Or is it the tenant's fault for not locking it? Tell me that story again, that the tenant didn't lock it and what? So she calls me um, around the 31st or November 1st saying that she pulled into like, kind of like that driveway, you have, to, you have to open it, and she pulled into her driveway. She said she was leave, um, getting her nephews or nieces out of the car, and by the time she came back, this was in the, in the at night or in the evening, the chain and lock has been stolen, so she didn't lock it. So there was a kind of a hole that you tie it around to to lock that gate. So she called me the next day and said, "Hey, you know what? This is stolen." So I told him, "Like, well, you gotta get an, an, a replacement one." Did she? She did. And? And so it was replaced. Then afterwards, I'm like, okay, so why is it swinging open? That's when also um, his things were like, why Wait, is it? Wait, is it swinging open after she replaces it? No, I was just thinking okay. like, since he also called 
saying that this thing was going on. So I'm like, okay, so what's going on with this chain and lock and how do I prevent, how do we prevent it from being stolen again? Or this has never happened before. So all of a sudden this chain got stolen or. And right, so, but then she replaced it? She replaced the chain temporarily. Then I called someone to go and fix that gate and put a, um, an actual double cylinder lock okay. so that you can. Do you have anything from the tenants? Yes, I do. Uh, May I where, see what you have? Where he said his tenant had warned him on the 30th of October that. He said 31st. Uh, no, it was the 30th that the lock came missing. Okay, hold on one second. Did you say 31st or 30th? I said around the 30th. I'm, I'm, when she called me, was around the 31st. It probably happened on the 30th. Remember, she called me on afterwards. Okay. Now, according to you, the tenant advised him of that when? Uh, on the 30th that the lock How was. How do you know that? Okay. The tenant is my friend. Which one? Jeffrey Lancaster, his tenant. Okay, is oh, your friend. Yeah. And a court, so let me see what you have from Jeffrey Lancaster. Okay. On Friday, November 1st, between the hours of 3.30 and 6.30, the back gate, which is accessible to me and the middle tenant, was left open for several hours. I was not home all day. I didn't return home until around 8.30 p.m., the lock and chain was stolen the night prior on Thursday, October 31st. So nobody's saying October 30th. Thursday, October 31st. And sometime around 3.30, my camera alerted me, 3.30 p.m., my camera alerted me to motion or noise outside the driveway. When I checked the camera, I saw the rear gate completely wide open, swinging back and forth into the alleyway. I called the middle tenant, and I didn't reach anyone until around 6.45 or 7. I asked, what time did this happen to you? Around 3.15, 3.30, something. On November 1st? Yes. According to your own witness, it wasn't even stolen until Thursday, October 31st at night. Yeah. Okay. When I arrived at home, I called Luwani and advised him of the situation. So your tenant, Lancaster, advised you on November 1st. Luwani then informed me that he was out today at the residence to put a new lock onto the gate. So your witness says that he was out putting a new lock on the first. Does that sound right? I, so he, Jeffrey Lancaster, he called me. I called um, the middle unit, which is the one that lost that chain and lock to see what was going on. And so I told Jeffrey I was going to go over there and put a chain and lock. I did not. I asked actually the tenant since she's the well, one. Well, how do you know she did it? Because um, I had to reimburse her for that lock-in. Do you have the receipt that she gave you in order for you to reimburse her so I can see when she bought it? Um, no. Why do you come to court empty-handed? I. Yeah, seriously. You came to court completely empty-handed. <clears throat> to put a new lock onto the gate, he apologized to me that he forgot to tell me the combo to the lock. Humber what lock. are you apologizing for? Welcome back to the People's Court. The plaintiff says the damage to his car was caused by a gate that didn't lock properly, but the defendant says he did everything to get the lock replaced. And besides, he's just the manager of the building. Let's go back into the courtroom. When I told him about the apology was about that lock even before this happened. There was a, there was a lock already in there for the tenants. The new tenant, the one in the middle, she came in, I gave her a key to that lock that Jeffrey Lancaster already had. So this was even before this incident happened. She lost that key. And I'm like, you know what? I don't wanna go keep on going with replacing keys. So I put a combo lock on it. 
When? This was uh, when she moved in. She no, moved when? In. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know when she moved in. When did you do that? Middle of October. That's when she moved in. So why are you apologizing to Jeffrey? You didn't give the other tenant the combination? To Shoot, Jeff- that thing didn't get stolen. Jeffrey cut it off. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was... I was just apologizing for something that we, that's the first time we were talking about something that happened prior. Now, when that, when she took out that lock in this incident, that was the combo lock that I had. Why did that gate swing when he drove by? Because someone had stolen it the day before or because what? So first is there's many locks that were put into this gate at various times. When this incident happened, the lock that had been there was a combination lock that I put in there. Okay, that you had put in there when? I put in there on um, October. Um, Mid-October. Mid-October. Okay, and what had happened to that lock that so, allowed the gate to swing? The tenant saying that when she opened it, she left it unlocked to bring her car her She car left in. it hanging, dangling. She left it hanging, dangling. And someone stole it. And someone stole it. Okay, she tells you that when? On October 31st? No. She, she tells you that when? She tells me that probably like on November 1st after I okay. got Okay, so got she tells you that on November 1st, and then you tell her, go buy a lock right now. Correct. And did you, this hadn't happened yet, but your memory is that it had already happened when you told the tenant yes. to go and get yes. the lock. Because I, the way I found out that they didn't have a lock was from Jeffrey Lancaster giving me a call. Telling you that his friend's car had been hit. No, not th- that's not his friend's car that he said that some guy was there and that he saw that the gate was opened. He's like, I did not see the car or anything like that. Did he, he saw- say any car had been hit? He says that um, Mr. Jackson is saying that his car got hit. But did you like, know they were friends? No, I did not know. They did were you friends. learn that right now in court? Yes. Isn't court interesting? <laughs> All right. When do you put the lock that we know you put that's there today? So now there's no lock. Now it's a a key kind of um, cylinder thing. So there's no more padlock on it, okay? So that's what um, I brought this pictures of now. How when did you put that is my question, when? We did this um, probably the uh, middle of November. Okay, and what was in on it between the time you were alerted, which you say was after the hit? Tell me what was on that. L- the, the the chain, one you made the, the tenant buy. Exactly, the chain and the lock that the tenant bought. So you have two letters from Mr. your Lancaster. friend, Mr. Lancaster. Yes. Let me read the second one, which is authored in February. He says he notifies you November 1st that there's no lock. He confirms that the other tenant purchased a lock and chain and put the lock and chain on the gate until Mr. Fong arrived to put his lock and chain onto the gate. So let me ask you a question. Your feeling that the landlord needs to pay you $2,000 is predicated on the fact that the landlord did something wrong. That's the only way that they would have to pay you the the $2,000. Tell me what you feel they did wrong. Okay, let me... Because the question is, did they hop, skip, and jump fast enough? Okay. And what we're talking about is 24 hours. So you tell me what they did wrong, because they're not, you know, they're not magical. Right. They can't, they don't have a magic wand to fix something in, in, in the second the phone call comes in at right. night. Right. So tell me what they did wrong. Okay, let, let me get to the chase. Your tenant, the middle tenant that lost the lock, 
She moved in between the 23rd and the 25th of October. Okay, I even know her. What do you mean lost the lot? No, the she, lot mo got she moved in. Okay, when well, she moved in. On the 30th, her sister and a bunch of friends came in from Long Beach, was at her house. Okay, her sister took the lock and chain with her to Long Beach. That's how do you, why, how, this is all hearsay. How, would, I, how do you I know what to, you're I, saying? I talked to the, tenant, her, the middle tenant. I know her. Okay, and what? And she told you my sister's a thief? No, she told she accidentally took it. How do you accidentally take a lock and chain? Hey. Wait, 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 you know, you put it in your pocket and forgot about the lock and chain? Okay, yeah. I know. Okay, this you what, have any of this in writing anywhere? No, I, well, she's hard to catch up with. She's always in L.A., and I live in Lancaster. Okay. So, you know, this is what she told me. She accidentally took the lock. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I ain't even tripping, you know. So what happened was Lancaster and her was getting into it about the can, lock. Can you tell me the things I'm, I'm interested in? Okay. Which it, well, not that I'm not interested in that because that's fascinating. <laughs> but what I am interested in learning is what did the landlord do wrong? Is, tw is it your position, legally speaking, that 24 hours isn't fast enough? No, it isn't because this happened in November and I reached out to him when I finally got information to get in time with him. Okay, we talked about it. I told him that I had a friend would do okay, it. None, okay, you're talking about other stuff that has nothing to do with well, my Well, I question. feel he was negligent. Right, but it, you believe he was negligent how? Okay, because he never responded back to me. Okay, no, that's rude. That's not negligent. That's rudeness. Negligence is what happens that causes the bad thing that happened to you. So the question becomes, is this the tenant's fault? Because her sister took the Glock and this or the thing swinging, maybe you should sue your friend. See, the question is, does a landlord respond in what is a reasonable amount of time? And if the landlord waits weeks, that's not reasonable. If the landlord waits days, that may not be reasonable. If the landlord waits 24 hours and is calling and hustling and trying to get your friend to put a lock on it, um, making her buy because it was her fault, what did the landlord do wrong that the landlord would have to end up paying for the damages to your car. What did they do wrong? If the lock got stolen, and then they see to it right away that another lock is put on there, and, and the lock got stolen apparently, according to you, by the tenant who's informing him, sister, who takes it accidentally to another place. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah. But if they do it within a reasonable amount of time, you're out of gas. So why is 24 hours not a reasonable amount of time? I'm not even sure it was that long, but let's assume that it's 24 hours. That sounds to me like a reasonable amount of time. And so it's not that you did something wrong. You didn't. It's that they're not the right people to sue. They have to, just because they own the property doesn't mean they owe you money. They have to have done something wrong, like not acted within a reasonable amount of time, not maintained the property, not to, but if a tenant is nutty, and has her sister putting the lock in her pocket and is right, you know, and that's not the landlord's fault. You've got a righteous case against that tenant whose family came in from Long Beach and decides they're gonna juggle the lock and take it with them. That's who you have to be suing. Verdict in this case for the defendant. So the judge determines the plaintiff sued the wrong party. That's a surprise. What are you thinking? I, I think it was the wrong decision because the property, he didn't make uh, ex uh, exclusive effort to put a lock over the gate until two days later. Okay, he should have did that in the beginning when his tenant notified him that the lock was missing from well, the gate. You know, the judge listened to your testimony and decided, no, he was, he's not on the hook for this. It's the tenant. Yeah. That's who you got to sue. 
Well, I, I know you're unhappy. Yeah, I mean, the property owner should, you know, make right. sh- uh, sure that everything is right. You well, know, I'm that, sorry yeah. for you, but that's the way it is. Okay. okay? You right. lost the case. Sorry, yeah. sir. Okay. Thank you. All right, Mr. Fong. Did you? Whoa. <laughs> you almost right. did a split. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not good, right? Well, I'm, I'm flexible. <laughs> good for you. Uh, so what do you think of the outcome? I think it was just. I think that's exactly what we were saying. It was, um, we never said, we always took um, control of whenever we heard it. Well, Even to Mr. Jackson, we told him just give us what our right. negligence was. You, you're still there. He's still there. Girls still good to get along, right? I don't even know him. You don't even know him? No. Well, you do now. No, I do now. Okay. So, thank you very all much. Right, thank all you. right. You can sign some documents. Okay, Harvey. So this is kind of interesting, Doug. The manager of the apartment cannot be responsible for the bad actions of a tenant unless the manager was unnoticed, should have done something and didn't. But normally, if the manager isn't involved, the manager is not responsible.